It is 26 minutes after the hour, the hour being um, 9, 9 o'clock, so about 9.26 this morning. It's a Tuesday. It is a, uh, thera- no, it's a transcendent Tuesday. Thursday is, uh, is the therapeutic day. I get my days mixed up here. But if it's Tuesday, it must be uh, transcendent. And to help us transcend, we have uh, Dr. Don Clark joining us from Garden Valley, Texas. Don is a biochemist, a member of the board at Creation Moments a ministry that we uh, support wholeheartedly, creationmoments.com, their website. And uh, Don, also a vintner, has a, a, a winery and, and a vineyard in uh, Garden Valley, which is a gorgeous part of Texas, about oh, 80, 90 miles east of Dallas. And it, it is kind of chilly there. there. Are the grapes shivering on, on the vines, Don? Uh, well, they are frozen stiff. Ooh. No, hopefully they're not frozen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and they're still asleep, which is uh, which is a good thing because if they woke up, they'd be dead. Yeah, if they woke uh, up, they'd be they'd be they'd be whining about the weather. They'd be they'd be whining, and they wouldn't give us uh, any uh, any fruit uh, because the freeze would have would have killed them. Um, you could but- make ice wine. I, I can't make ice wine because they what? don't have fruit on the vine. Oh. You need fruit on the vine yeah. in oh, order to, when, it's, fruit. when it freezes in order fruit. to make ice fruit. wine. You know, got to have grapes yeah. first. You're right. You got to have the grapes first. It's a yeah, little you know, too the, early the, for the, the grapes. Grapes, so. grapes will come in, in, in God's good time, I'm sure. So a couple of months hence, you'll be, be out there picking grapes. Right now that we're picking stories about COVID, you've, you've sent us a couple here that, that uh, have my attention. One is from the Epic Times, and it claims that COVID may lead to persistent brain injury undetected by routine tests. Now, we normally think of COVID as, as a respiratory problem, and, uh, that's, and that's, that's the respirators and, and breathing and death by pneumonia and, and all that kind of thing. But brain injury, they have mentioned... In connection with COVID, brain fog that people have, uh, is that what we're talking about here, brain fog? Well, that's uh, that's part of the problem. I mean, yes, brain fog is certainly, uh, you, you know, when you have, <clears throat> some people, and I didn't necessarily have that, uh, but my wife seemed to get it, and they also had, uh, you know, they couldn't smell. They lost their sense of smell for a for a while. And I, I'm often accused may, of, of brain fog by my wife, but I think it's another topic entirely. Yeah, that probably is, and there's a lot of brain fog in Washington D.C. But oh, we yes. won't uh, we won't talk about that uh, because that's not the subject. The subject is COVID and COVID vaccines and all of this uh, other stuff. So uh, the brain fog, the brain actually brain injury due to the uh, to, to the COVID or indeed uh, the vaccine as well, oh, my because uh, the uh, uh, it's it's brain inflammation, which is encephalitis. So anything, mm. any medical term with itis uh, on the end of it is uh, means inflammation. Uh, so encephal enceph uh, means uh, brain. <laughs> so so uh, uh, brain inflammation, and uh, this recent study showed. Uh, by these folks in the UK uh, that, gee, if you look for inflammation markers in the brain, you know, in the blood, uh, you find them. And uh, it's not only right after a COVID infection, but it lasts for months and months in some people. 
And uh, so this is uh, this is a problem because they'll continue to have brain fog as long as the brain is injured and the brain, <coughs> you know, doesn't repair itself. I mean, the brain will repair itself <coughs> eventually. But as long as the inflammation is there, they're going to have, uh, you know, they may have uh, brain fog. They may have a loss of sense of smell. They may have more serious uh, conditions, uh, uh, headaches, muscle aches, uh, uh, you know, those type of uh, things, as, as well as other neurological, you know, conditions, even, even up to and uh, seizures and strokes which uh, can be obviously strokes well, I, can I be think fatal. All, all this has already been reported because that sounds so familiar but what what disturbs me in what you just said is that this can also be caused by the vaccine yes and here is uh, this brings us into the video that i shared uh, because it goes into it, it it's a well presented vi video by the fellow who actually uh, did it, uh, and it explains the relationship between COVID-19 and the vaccines. So what is causing all this brain fog uh, in, the, uh, in the first place, and how does inflammation get to the brain? I thought we had something called the blood-brain barrier, and uh, indeed we do. Uh, so when, for example, you get infected with covid so uh, COVID goes into a cell, uh, the, the virus goes into, a, into the cell, and uh, it then pretty much takes over the machinery of, this, of the cell. So you, could, you can think of a cell as a manufacturing plant. So uh, the cell is manufacturing proteins, it's, manufacturing, it's using fats and sugars and putting everything together to make the components of the cell. So uh, like enzymes and structural proteins and, and those type of things um, and, you know, uh, to uh, make what it needs in order for the cell to survive. So along comes, and this could be any virus, it doesn't necessarily have to be COVID, but since we're talking about COVID, uh, the virus comes in, it's got these spiky things on the outside of the virus and uh, those uh, we know now, or, you know, there it's the spike protein, which was specifically designed in uh, uh, the Wuhan labs, thanks to Fauci, to, uh, <clears throat> to infect human cells. Um, and so uh, it uh, binds to a certain receptor, the spike protein binds to a certain receptor on human cells, and uh, that allows entry of the virus. Well, what's a virus? A virus is, uh, it could be DNA, but most of the time they're RNA. Uh, so the virus has RNA inside of it, inside the virus particle, and it's coated with proteins, and then on the outside of the protein are these, uh, in this case, are these spike proteins or these entry uh, points. And uh, so it gets inside the cell, and the cell then starts to digest it. And that's where the cell makes a mistake because um, the uh, the cell's designed to digest things that it uh, pretty much uh, encapsulates, and then it starts putting in uh, digestive enzymes into a vacuole. The that then breaks down the proteins, which release the RNA uh, in this case uh, into the cell. Now. Uh, 
RNA, messenger RNA, is the RNA that is used to make proteins. So the nucleus uh, of your cell, uh, when it says, oh, <clears throat> I need this specific you know, protein made. So it tells, it gives a signal to the nucleus of the cell, and uh, the nucleus says, okay, I'll unwrap that part of my DNA, and uh, we'll just make a copy, and, and that copy is called the messenger RNA, which then gets transported out of the nucleus into uh, the cytoplasm uh, of uh, of the cell, and ribosomes get attached to it, and it starts manufacturing proteins. And uh, so the same thing happens with COVID, except now the uh, messenger RNA that's been released is all of the proteins that uh, are needed to uh, to make uh, the virus particle. So your cell then switches off uh, making good proteins and good stuff for the cell and gets overwhelmed by making more virus particles until either one, two, th two things happen. The cell ultimately bursts because it's got so much protein stuff, uh, virus particles inside, which is the typical, typical case. So when you have a spike in fever, for example, or the chills, when you have the flu, um, you know, everything's going along and then all of a sudden you, you have, you know, you, you get the chills and you got to cover up with blankets and you're shivering and you may have a tremendous headache and those type of things. That's all, all of the, the virus, uh, uh, viruses exploding out of your cell, uh, pretty much at the same time <laughs> or, or near the same time. So your body goes into shock is what happens <laughs> at that point. Uh, and so, you know, the uh, the cell bursts, releasing all of these viruses, and then the process starts all over again. Um, and uh, so one of the things in this whole process that is released is the spike protein, which is a, which is a prion. And the prion, and we're getting back to the brain uh, and getting back to the blood-brain <laughs> barrier, the prion, then, this spike protein can cross the blood-brain barrier. And uh, uh, that's a bad thing because now you've got a foreign protein in your brain and uh, your brain responds by, you know, eliciting uh, in inflammatory cells and then you, then you have inflammation in the brain, which is caused, uh, which is called encephalitis. <clears throat> and... Uh, there, and hence, you know, the, the spike protein can can bind to uh, neurons and, and various things and then shut down uh, various parts of your brain, causing brain fog or the lack of smell or other other problems in your brain. Of course, it's doing this all over your body, but, you know, we're talk we initially started talking about the brain, so I thought I'd explain that first. So... Uh, how do we get rid, this brings us to the point of the video, is uh, how do we get rid of an infection? Well, at this point, if this is a foreign substance, a bacteria or a virus in this case, and the body hasn't seen it before, it doesn't already have antibodies to it. And so antibodies are those things in, the, in your immune system that bind to the foreign substance and neutralize, neutralizes the, uh, the, the foreign substance, in this case, uh, COVID-19. 
the vac- uh, COVID virus. And uh, so uh, after you've gone through this initial infection phase, uh, the cells responsible for making uh, new uh, antibodies get to work and say, oh, oh, wait a minute, there's something foreign in my body. I've got to take take care of it. So they, they get to manufacturing, you know, new uh, antibodies, novel pro- uh, antibodies, and multiple different types of antibodies. So it's not just you're getting one type of antibody being made. You've got antibodies to the spike protein. You've got into an- various parts of the spike protein. You've got antibodies to the other proteins, uh, that are uh, part of uh, the virus. And so you get a multiple antibody response to the natural virus that's in your system. And uh, eventually, <clears throat> your immune system kind of takes over and uh, basically neutralizes all of the loose antibodies, I mean, l- loose viruses that are floating around in your bloodstream um, and uh, then you have to wait until all of the infected cells die. The infected cells don't get better. Your infected cells are going to die. And so the, the body kind of has to wait until your infected cells die, and then you feel better after that process because now your body has pretty much you know your inflammatory your uh, immune system has cleaned up the foreign particles and uh, is now eliminating them and uh, the cells that were infected you know die and then the remaining so it's a battle between your immune system and uh, the infected uh, you know infected particles but I mean infected virus in this case and if you have a healthy immune system, your immune system normally wins now, out. Now, you're talking uh, about your body's reaction to the, the natural vaccine that is the one that, that yes. came, came from nature. Uh, by the way, this uh, video, I've put a link to this video. It's an Epic Times or Epic TV uh, video that runs 23 minutes. There's a link to it in the chat window at BrokenRoadRadio.com. be fascinating for, for you to watch. I'm reading some of the comments on the video. And that brings up the next point, and I think you were just about to get there. Uh, one of the responders to the video uh, has a few corrections, and, then, and she says, first, no vaccine was proven effective. Two, you get much more spike with the shot compared to the natural infection. Three, the spike from the shot is synthetic and therefore more toxic. And point four, there is no off button for the creation of spike with the shot. So apparently the artificial spike is more dangerous than the natural one is that accurate oh that's uh, perfectly accurate because the so here the vaccine right uh, the vaccine is uh, so is a messenger is really a modified messenger rna and uh, so why does it have to be modified? Because messenger RNA outside the cell gets chewed up very, very quickly. Uh, and even, you know, a lot of cases inside the cell, it can get chewed up pretty quickly. So they didn't want, uh, they, they, the scientists who came up with this technology, didn't want uh, the messenger RNA to degrade so quickly before it had a chance to elicit an immune response. And uh, so 
And the other part of the problem is getting the messenger or the modified messenger RNA into the cell. And uh, they did that with the lipid nanoparticles. So you've pr we've probably talked about the lipid nanoparticles before, but it's a delivery system. Just like the spike protein is uh, the delivery system for the virus, the lipid nanoparticles is the, the delivery system for the modified messenger RNA. And uh, so, uh, you know, our, our cells are made up of a bilipid membrane. And so this lipid nanoparticle fuses with the cell and then uh, this, the, um, this bilipid membrane and then the contents are released inside the cell. And uh, so the same thing happens is now you've got this modified messenger RNA injected into the cell. And so you've got you've got two things going on. One, now the cell is only making messenger is only making the spike protein, and uh, it's not making the whole virus particle. And so maybe the cell can hang around for a long period of time <coughs> because it's not being overwhelmed by having to make the whole virus. So these infected cells, if you will, are. Uh, uh, are making spike protein and they keep making spike protein. So you've got a messenger RNA that doesn't degrade. So it doesn't, it's half life is inside the cell. I don't know if it's even known. Ro robot, robots, say, robots never die. Yeah, exactly. And so, uh, it, you know, it could last, you know, they, they originally thought, Oh, this will only last, you know, a couple of weeks. Well, now we know it lasts at least six months and may even last a lot longer. What does that mean for your body? That means that your body continuously makes the spike protein, which is the most um, toxic uh, part of the virus is the spike protein. It's the prion that gets across your blood-brain barrier, and hence you get this brain fog and all this other stuff going on, you know, it, 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 and it's not just inflammation in the brain. It's inflammation of the heart. It's inflammation. You get inflammation all over the place. It causes uh, your blood to clot and uh, all kinds of uh, things that we now know, um, you know, occur from uh, the vaccine. And, you know, they, they loosely called this thing a vaccine. A vaccine, a vaccine never um, kills whatever is infecting you. Unlike an antibiotic, an antibiotic kills the bacteria or prevents the bacteria from growing and eventually kills it. A vaccine doesn't do that. A vaccine only elicits your natural immune response to neutralize whatever is uh, you know, whatever is infecting you, in this case, COVID-19. And so your body elicits an immune response to the spike protein, and it's a specific spike protein. Now, you know, we know that we had the alpha, then we had the, the delta, and then we had the gamma, and now we've, we're up to, you know, God knows what. Uh, and... Uh, so your your body then is very specific to that particular protein. 
if the protein changes, which it does, um, then you know your immune system cannot recognize it again, and then you get infected all over again. And uh, so the protection, if you will, from the vaccine is not going to last if indeed by the time the vaccine rolls around on the it's it's not even on the market but you know rolls around in, in, to be available to the public uh, that variant has long left the scene so let's speaking about variants and in virus uh, variants how do we get uh, a breakthrough of the virus from you know uh the population that has been vaccinated <clears throat> and which portion of the population is causing the variant is it the non-vaccinated people or is it the vaccinated people <clears throat> and it turns out it's the vaccinated people that causes the variant of uh, <clears throat> these breakthrough <clears throat> excuse me viruses and not the non-vaccinated people. <laughs> the non-vaccinated people have multiple protection against the virus. So it doesn't, doesn't have to be the alpha spike protein. It can be a variant of the spike protein. And your natural immune system will take care of it if you haven't been vaccinated. But if you have, if you have been vaccinated and you've got this spike protein being produced constantly, then your immune system goes into hyperdrive and it says, oh, I got to make a lot of this and I got to keep making it. And this is the only thing that I need to be making. So it shuts down the normal uh, process of, uh, of uh, immunization, for example. It shuts down the normal process of your body to make multiple different types of antibodies to making a specific antibody to that specific uh, spike protein. And uh, hence you wind up with, eventually your body says enough is enough. And, you know, I'm just going to ignore this because it's around all the time. It must be like pollen in the air. I mean, some people are allergic to pollen and if you go to an allergist, he injects you with the thing that you're allergic to so that your body can build up an immunity against it. That's exactly what the vaccine is doing. And as it hangs around so long, it's telling your body to ignore uh, the virus. And uh, that's a very dangerous thing. And this is old virology you know the the folks in this field should have known and some were were raising red flags about this the folks in the field should have uh you know warned people that hey you don't go mass vaccinating people this is the the very thing that you don't want to do i mean okay maybe maybe the elderly uh, that don't have a very strong immune system, you might want to, but the whole population, that's, uh, that's ridiculous. And so these countries that vaccinated 80, 90% of their population were doing uh, the worst thing they could possibly do because, one, they were making the population much more susceptible to disease, 
And uh, two, they were um, in enhancing the possibility of variants. So, uh, of uh, you know, breakthrough viruses break, breaking through from, you know, the vaccine, of course. And so that's exactly what happened. And we get all these variants, and it's not from the people who haven't had the vaccine. It's from, because the people that have, haven't had the vaccine, their immune system, for the most part, unless you're you know, already sickly, uh, can handle a variant very easily, and it, it destroys it. Whereas those people who have had the vaccine can't handle the, uh, the variant, and they get sick. I have a couple of collateral concerns here. One is once government agencies have shredded their own credibility with the original information on the COVID vaccine, and we've seen what I think just just from living life two years after that, all all the lockdowns and the masks and and the vaccines, we're coming to understand what a mistake it was. Do we then become suspicious of all vaccines? Uh, and, And is... Is that rectified or addressed by Big Pharma with promotional advertising? I've seen a spate of Pfizer commercials for all kinds of vaccines hitting the airwaves over the last six months. I'm wondering if vaccine uh, acceptance by the American population is, is dropping off the cliff and we don't trust it anymore. Well, there's certainly a percentage of the population that is highly uh, uh, skeptical because we've read and seen uh, i mean you're not going to get this in the mainstream media let's face it um and you're not going to get it from our uh, top dogs in washington because uh, they were promoting all of this all the vaccines and all this other stuff um so you got to go to alternative uh, sources of your news like the epic times for example uh in order to get uh, in the you know to find what is the truth behind all of this folks that are doing their due diligence are highly skeptical highly skeptical of any vaccine out there even the old ones <laughs> that were you know produced the old the old style vaccines um, the first vaccine, for example, was uh, chickenpox, uh, and uh, it came from cowpox. Uh, they they noticed that uh, a woman that, that was exposed to cowpox and got cowpox did not get chickenpox, and chickenpox was a disease that could kill you. And so, uh, and you know, we're, we're talking what one hundred, even two hundred years ago for some of these these the initial vaccines. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so <laughs> they figured out, hey. Let's just take the natural vac- the, the natural virus. I mean, they, I'm not. I don't know if they even know knew it was a virus back then. Probably. Uh, let's just take uh, the natural infective agent. We'll denature it a little bit. That is, we'll we'll kill it so it's not infective. Um, and but you'll still get you know some reaction to it, and your immune system can then build antibodies. So now you have protection. If, indeed, you happen to be exposed to chickenpox, you won't get chickenpox. And that's exactly the first, you know, vaccine uh, and uh, how it came about. That's the whole, the whole particle. I mean, that's the whole virus. <clears throat> it's not just one little piece of the virus. And that's far more effective in building up your innate immune system than just one little piece of the virus. Mm. 
So, yes, I would be very suspect. And anything to do with uh, uh, this, uh, this new technology, this modified messenger RNA, I mean, you can you can use now. We've now proven that you can, we can get uh, messenger a modified messenger RNA into any cell in your body. You see that the, none of that and, is mentioned in any any of the Pfizer advertising. They they don't go into detail at all. Just that this is cures whatever ails you. This vaccine is for you to take. You know, you check yeah, with well, the vaccine doesn't cure a thing. Yeah, no yeah, vaccine cure cures anything. anything. A vaccine may, if it's effective, prevent you from, you know, getting sick from being exposed to a uh, a virus, for example, whether it's flu or whatever it happens to be. By the way, no flu vaccine was ever effective long term. The flu vaccine only, you know, that's why they say get your flu vaccine, get your new flu vaccine. Well, the new flu vaccine was the flu that was going around last year. Guess what? That flu is no longer available. I understand that the vaccine typically only addresses about 10% of the varieties of flu that are out there. I mean, that's been the case for years. Yeah. And there are side effects from getting the vaccine. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I, I, you know, personally, uh, I don't get any vaccines. (laughs) personally but you know that's my personal choice i would rather battle the natural infection than the side effects from the vaccines mm, yeah i'm i'm with I you got, on that david you had an I article yellow, you were looking at i got yellow fever when i was in the air force uh-huh. no, i mean i got the shot for it mm. i got i got yeah yeah well but, when i was doing was, mission work overseas i i got vaccines you know vaccinated mm, right. but from that but those were true vaccines in right. the sense of you know the uh, the original chickenpox vaccine. Mm-hmm. Now, not this I'm gonna, new stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm going to need another half an hour to go through this article. I mean, and I'll go through it with you on the air, but we we're going to have to. Why extend don't you the Why don't you post to a link to it in the chat window? Then people can go I, to it if they like. You can. Well, you, I mean, that's that's the tough part. I've I've been looking for it online, and I can't find. Oh, that's it right. Yet. You I'm got it on the the printed version of Epic I, Times. I've got okay. the printed version, and you know, I'll I'll hold it up. Here is there's the printed okay, version. Okay, can read and, real fast there. Yeah, well, they can, they can't see you. Only I can see you, and Doctor Don yeah, can I, see you. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, it, and it and it it goes through a lot of the lot of the the finer legal points about things that have been going on with COVID and with the uh, uh, FOIA requests and you know and Fauci's um, testifying before Congress. I mean, it's stuff that nobody knows about. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just right. like it it happens in a room with 15 people and nobody knows about it. Nobody passes it on or they do pass it on. And the New York times is not going to print it or the Washington post is not going to share it. I mean, yep, exactly. And then Fauci. Fauci, Yeah. Fauci has admitted the same things that Don just said. Fauci has admitted the vaccine doesn't work. He admitted two months ago that the mask doesn't work. And he admitted, you know, earlier this week that, He's not really sure where the idea of, of standing six feet apart came up, but it must have been a good discussion. It was an arbitrary I mean, distance, too. There's, there's no evidence to indicate six feet makes any difference at all. I, I no, noticed Jill and Joe wearing masks at a, some sort of a political get-together yesterday. Yeah, right. And I'm thinking, uh, oh, good luck with that, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it makes no sense. I mean, it's it, still a lot of, of it makes sense. A lot of nonsense going around. And, and I, I'm Don, I thank you for presenting the straight scoop here and the Epic Times, too. I think it is an excellent source for real information. Dr. Robert Malone, too. We've dealt with a couple of his uh, his podcasts and articles here recently. He has some some very valid information to pass along as well. In fact, we just I just uh, posted a couple of podcasts from Don from from weeks ago from based on uh uh, Dr. Malone's work. So you might want to check that in the podca- uh, podcast archive at brokenroadradio.com. And each discussion typically lasts 25 minutes, half an hour. But you learn a lot uh, from this. And from Dr. Don, again, we're thankful to you. Thank you for discovering these articles and bringing the information to us. And and uh, maybe enough people are listening to, to, to kind of snowball and make a difference and, and set things right. That That could be the hope anyway. <laughs> yes, that's mm. the purpose. <laughs> yeah. Don, thank you. We'll we'll see you next week. Take care. Yes. See you, Don. Thank you. See you folks. <laughs>